1: expert in digital media. We're an expert in public relations. We're an expert in branding because we have studied, we put the work into it, and we continue teaching ourselves and other people.
0: Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Here we go. Welcome back. I am like elated today. That's a good word for how I feel because I am interviewing the team that has helped me create so many different logos that you might be seeing, but not just that. They've helped me create this lifelong passion project that is light pink. So this is the company behind the Light Pink logo, the branding, all of the fun things that you are seeing rolling out. And we have just been having the most amazing time collaborating. And not just that, we talk a lot about how we've both grown from this relationship that we're in. So something else that I want to tell you is that these women also in the middle of us working together, had joined our Fast Foundations Mastermind because they had this epic business. And I was like, oh my gosh, the places you are about to go, if you just have these couple things, because they were already on their way. But I wanted to interview them, not only to tell, to talk about this relationship that has grown both of us so much and just their genius behind their business and their branding and their marketing and how they work together. You're going to get so much from them, but also to talk about their experience that they had in fast foundations and what were the things that really helped them grow and scale their business outside of what they were already doing. So they are going to let us in. They have come up with five secrets. To scaling their business. You guys, this is going to blow your mind what they have created in such a short amount of time. Now, they put in work before this, definitely. But today, I am interviewing the co-founders of Creative Label, Aisha Marshall and Des Dickerson. And you guys, these women are like some of my favorite, most talented women in the world. Yeah, I'm going to go there in the world. So, we're going to talk about the five secrets. You are not going to want to miss this. But if you are interested in going through the same experience that they went through in Fast Foundations, we have really limited spots, like so limited. I'm not sure how long they're going to last. Uh, by the time that you hear this podcast. So if you go to fastfoundations.com right now, you can go check it out and enroll and you can have the same exact experience that they had. It is all online now. We are doing very limited spots so that we can make sure everybody gets the attention that they deserve. So you guys go check that out right now. Don't wait. Do not wait to scale your business. Do not wait another year. Go for it. Listen to this podcast. See if you feel the same way. But let's just let's just sit back and listen because the things that they share on here are going to blow your mind. So let's do it. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be sitting here with you guys. I have Aisha and Dez from Creative Label with me. Hi. Hello. We're so excited to be here. Oh my God. It's another Zoom, but in a different way. Like We Zoom all the time, but this is so much fun that we actually... like Most of our Zooms, the public will never see. Isn't that sad? Because they're so good. But now this one, people will get to hear it all over. So I'm so excited to have you guys on the podcast. You guys, if you don't know, they are the amazing dynamic team behind Light Pink. They've helped me with the branding. They've helped me with all of the PR campaigns, brainstorming. I can't tell you how many hours we have gone into just sessions of what does this look like? What should we do? What are we saying? What is our voice? What is this? So um, yeah, it's so much fun to be recording and sharing you with everybody.
1: I'm happy, super happy to be here, like Des said, but also I feel like it's kind of fangirl moment. Like, How often are you a guest on a podcast that you listen to? To listen to like actually. So
0: that's pretty cool. Glad to be here. Yeah. We're oh my God. You listen here. to the podcast. That's awesome. Um <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. I feel like a fangirl of yours. So that not that how it should be? This is, this is what we talk about all the time. Like we'll have moments where we're just, we have a lot of fun. Like I have had so much fun creating with you guys. And there were moments in the beginning when I'm like, oh my God, is this like is this what it's supposed to feel like and now i don't question it now i only follow the fun and it's been working so well for me with this company i don't know if you guys have like had a shift like that at all but you were a big part of that shift for me of no like i won't actually tolerate if it doesn't feel good and fun yeah. and um i think that we can question like but can you still you know be serious and show up and like get things done on time and hold people accountable. And, you know, is it going to move as smoothly as you want? I'm actually finding it's easier as long as you like have agreements that you are going to follow, follow a schedule, follow agreements, follow contracts, show up for each other. Like, really interesting. So I'm so curious. This question just came out of nowhere and I'm just going to ask it in front of, you know, thousands and thousands <laughs> of people. Did you have something with me as a client in light pink that was an aha moment for you?
1: I would say yes. What is super interesting is that the aha moment was transitional. Mm-hmm. So, if you remember, Des, Des did the initial consultation with you and was talking with you about all of the things that you wanted. And she's like, hey, we have this new brandy client, Lindsay's friend. I'm like, cool, okay. We meet, we do a logo. Still very like, like filling each other out. Like maybe we're on Tinder, kind of like, yeah, yeah. you know, like talking through <laughs> their dating, but like not really serious. Then we were talking about entrepreneurship and while we were in our consultations, while you and I are meeting, and I'm like relaying these messages about entrepreneurship to Des. And then we start like going steady and dating more with business and doing more business (laughs) and simultaneously or like, you know, throughout that time we joined Fast Foundations and there was like a synergy or like a parallel moment between when we had the aha and when we started doing some transformational things within ourselves to show up Mm -hmm. better for Mm -hmm. us to even compliment the aha, I think if we never did the self work, I don't think we would be meeting you where you're at with like the aha moment. Des, what do you think? Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. Like I even think just speaking specifically to Light Pink and like the product and just having fun doing what you're Mm -hmm. doing and saying, aha, like we're all meshing and we're all like, this is a team. And I genuinely, or we genuinely enjoy like, watching Lori get excited about this product. Like <laughs> it's so fun because we've watched this from the inception, right? Like mm-hmm. she's like, I have this idea and you know, it sounds kind of crazy, but crazy ideas are the best things ever, which I learned from Lori. Like who gives a crap? Like if your idea is so crazy as ever, but she's like, creating this alcohol brand. And we're just so excited from the beginning, but to watch like the inception of it, literally a little baby to what it is now. I'm like, it just makes me want to cry tears Mm -hmm. of joy. So like, but speaking of the synergy and the energy, that's the type of energy that I feel like all three of us really have is we just get it we're super excited for each other even outside of lightning projects like we're just excited about business and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and like even life like i love
0: seeing the evolution of things that are happening in your life personally and with business oh my god i just have to say i completely felt that way when so i had we had used you for event love that logo which was um you know in a, a, a uh, like a week long in-person, when we used to be able to be in-person um, event where women learned about how to host their own events, how to make money from it, how to make it profitable. And so we had used you for that logo suite and it was, it was so easy. Um, it, just, it was the first time like things were easy and flowing and that I stayed in my excitement and you guys held me in the excitement. So you got excited with me, which if anybody's mm-hmm. listening, enthusiasm and excitement. I think are the biggest things that make people successful. So staying Mm -hmm. excited and enthusiastic with someone or for someone or with or for your clients. And I can honestly say that's how I feel when I show up at the Masterminds as well. I'm so genuinely excited for people. Um, So I just want to go back to that. I had created that logo suite with you and then we had met you out for dinner because you were friends with Lindsay Schwartz, who Mm -hmm. was also the other co-founder of event love or the co-creator and you guys like you are that person that so i i have a gift of seeing what people like what their potential is and their kind of like their capacity and they don't know it yet but they usually know but they don't quite know how close they are to yeah. it so we went to we went to dinner with you and i was just like oh my god i already there in my mind your business was already massive like it and it it's a great business, right? You already had an incredible business. But in my mind, I was like, I already see it. It's already done. Um, and Lindsay had started talking about these masterminds that we did. And you were like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like you had no idea. Like, You guys, we were, so, having, like, we were I drinking remember this wine moment. having sushi like, and cocktails. And you were just like, what is that? And I didn't want to like, I was not there to sell my mastermind. Like that was the last reason I was there. But I'm so enthusiastic about it because I know what it does. And I was yeah. like, "Oh my God, they literally like they literally need it so bad just because you need to be around these people who have done mm. it are there, or you could like find the things these little things that you need in your business that you don't know that can explode you in six months or a year. So I just mm. want to go back to that place and be like, what were you like what were you thinking <laughs> and how did you decide oh, to God. join? Glory, oh my gosh, I love that you asked this question because.
1: Um, you and Aisha had had a, a lot more conversations, and she was a little bit more like into the concept of a mastermind, like she, and she was yeah. curious. And I, I'm not kidding. Like, I love you so much, but I was like, "What is this cult shit?" Like, yes. what? she keeps coming to yes. me, and she's like, she keeps coming. I'm like, I don't know about it. Like, I just don't know. It's like, but we're gonna go to dinner with Lori, and we will ask her there. Yep. I'm not kidding. I thought I was like, that is that <laughs> like, had me thinking that I was like, I like in the mastermind Kool Aid, and so I was even second guessing. Like, well, is she just trying to upsell me? Like, I really was <laughs> excited for me, but is it just like a ploy? Like, I was actually I, holding
0: back because I didn't want to ruin our relationship. <laughs> if you were like, I'm not, I don't want to do it. Like, right. I was like, this doesn't matter to me. Like, you can join or I not. Was, <laughs> I was the skeptical one. I, mean, I love I just that.
1: Was, like, just listen. Like. Just listen. And um, so we asked. She asked about it at dinner. And still even at dinner, I was like, oh, here we go again. Like <laughs> what <with> this <past laughs> and <my stuff>. Yep. <laughs> and the more you started talking about it, and the more research um we started, we talked about it at dinner. Mm. And you know, I was like, okay, like I understand the concept. That's cool. Um, you know, like neither one of us ever went to business school and there's so much stuff that we just don't know. Like, there's so much stuff we don't know. I'm like, okay. Like building mm-hmm. on the idea I was like, let, I told her, she's like, so what do you think? I was like, let me just think about it. Like, let yeah, me, I, don't so know. I don't know. I'm like, what do you <laughs> mean you don't know? <laughs> because <laughs> at the time, like I would talk to my dad, my dad's like super into business. So I would talk mm-hmm. to him like about everything. So I wanted to just run it down to him. Like, Hey, like ever heard of this, like the mastermind mind thing he's like, and he was like, I think it's a good idea. Like, I think you mm-hmm. should explore more into it. And Aisha was like, I think we should explore more into it. And then that's when we started talking to you and Chris more about it. But yeah, you want to know the funniest thing though? I definitely had like a full circle moment because even though I was like, you know, like sipping the Kool-Aid, I wasn't necessarily drinking it because I didn't know what I didn't know. I had never done research on anyone else's mastermind. I'm just like drinking your Lindsay's Kool-Aid. Like I really like how they (laughs) show up. I really (laughs) like like who they are in life. And like, I was telling Des, I don't feel like we have any other like women entrepreneurs that I look up two like it's I have parallel people but I want Mm. somebody to like aspire to or like have you dealt with this before not like we're currently Mm. going through this just like in marriage like you want somebody that's like kind of you know experienced and like in the game Mm -hmm. so you guys are so passionate about it Lindsay was like yeah you know I did one and like it's with this much money. And I'm like, whoa, like I yeah. don't know if I've ever had that much money in my account before and then <laughs> right. like, it's this much money. And, um, but it 10 X my business. And I was just like, ah, yeah. it seems scammy, but like, okay. Like I still really like you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so then that's fast true. forward to us buying it. like, okay, let's just try it out. Let's just see how it goes. And if we're going to do it, does us fully, fully, fully commit, mm-hmm. like pull mm-hmm. out, do it. So we're like, okay, that's fine. We'll do it. Then now the mastermind's over, and I'm telling all of my friends, yeah. and I sound like <laughs> the old people, yes. I spent this much, I 10x my business. I, and I'm like <laughs> having a full circle moment when <laughs> I was on the other side of things. Like, you're lying to me right now. It, it is so you, true. Like, even some of my friends are like, so is this like a scam? Like, and I like <laughs> <left> school for <laughs> entrepreneurs. Oh, I promise you. Yeah. I was like, I promise you, I thought the same thing. Like I was you six months or even like, what was it like eight months ago, six months ago? I was you. And I've told everyone that I can possibly tell about this business, especially kind of like how you say, when you can see like people are kind of in their own way or you can see they can be all the way up at the top and they're just not there yet. Um, And I have a good chunk of friends that are in that space and I, I I can see all of this stuff in my mind of how successful you can be, how successful your business can be, but this is keeping you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, I have no one better, but Chris and Lori mm.
0: <laughs> to get you, get you through this. That is so cool to hear. And cause I've been in your shoes saying the exact same thing. Like, Oh my God, these people are crazy. How could this really, all of those things. And I, you know, it's just the power of coming together and up like, I don't want to say necessarily up-leveling all the people you're with, but getting in with groups of people who are doing what you want to be doing. Like, yeah, how do we ever think we're going to do the things that we want to be doing without being around the people who are doing them? You can't. You, you can't. Literally, I I can't. Like, I look back at when I wasn't doing it and it's because I... I couldn't see a path. When I would get sad or defeated, I'd go talk to my sad and defeated friends and I'd join them at an even Mm -hmm. even lower rung on the ladder. And it's like, that's not going to get you anywhere that's going to pull you down. When you're sad and defeated and you're with a group of entrepreneurs who are like, look, here's the deal. No matter what happens, we're committing to these dreams and we're going to pull each other up. It's when you're in that place and you're sad and defeated, they're like, great, like that's awesome, but we're not going to sit there for long. What was the lesson you learned? Now let's get moving. Um, and that's, that's the, that's the only difference. Like, it's like, we're putting everybody together who all is the same vision and holding each other accountable and learning from people who have already been there. And you guys, everyone takes something different from the masterminds. I know that you guys all took something completely both even, even right down to your company, the the, together, the two of you with your team, but then separately, you guys took things from the mastermind that were just like aha moments and shifts. And, um, you know, I, I've always loved your business and I love what you do, but I can honestly say I've never been more excited for you in my entire life. After watching you go, I didn't even know that I needed that and now it's completely because yeah. <laughs> I think we were talking at the mastermind like it's even changed. My experience has always been a 10 out of 10, but now it's like a 20 out of 10 because because of what you have like learned and implemented, even right down to your team, I on the other end as a user experience have now had an elevated experience in your business. So selfishly, I'm like, oh, they're getting even better. Like this is freaking amazing. It makes, yeah. That has made us feel so good. Just even hearing
1: hearing that perspective from you as a user experience as a client, how it's just been elevated. And you aren't the first client to tell us. Like almost I would say almost all of our clients have said I could tell the difference. Like mm. I can tell the difference in your team. I can tell the, w- the difference in the way that you guys vibrate your operation, like your goals, what you guys are going after. Everything is just different. Mm. And on the flip side of that though, when we were showing up different or as our higher self or the company that we aspired to be and not the company that we were in that moment,
0: mm. um,
1: clients that weren't aligned with us were super resistant to like the professional shift
0: and I think
1: that was a good sign for us to say like, you know, I don't think that this is going to be a good fit uh, amicably, obviously, but you can just see the tension and the natural split from the people who are on track to, you know, with you and your business and aligned with it, and the people that were not.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Million percent, like all of a sudden things get really, really clear. And it also helps you know, being in a group or having these other people to know that that is, and I know that you guys heard this in that, in the room over and over um, or in the group over and over is just like when you get really clear and you start showing up as that higher self and it translates into your business, like it's not always easy because you have to let go of people or they don't like it. Right. But what does yeah. happen is it just, it's just a massive clearing of space for the right people. Yeah, it's like a. Bit, it's a, It can be a bumpy road when you're going into your house. Yeah, a little sculpture. bit of a bumpy road. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was bumpy, but it feels so much better now. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, this really goes into, um, you know, we came up with five points. You guys really talked about the five things that are going to be huge for entrepreneurs or people who want to launch a business. And even if you aren't an entrepreneur, want to launch a business, this is so much about even going, stepping into your higher self. All of it's life, right? Like, I love that we say, like, yeah. oh, we're going to talk about business today. I'm like, really? You're just talking about like becoming who you want to be in following your purpose. So number one was, and this was yours straight from you guys. <laughs> you can only grow your business as far as you're willing to grow personally. So you guys want to weigh in on that? Can we just talk yeah.
1: about mastermind day one, like Hour yes. one? Please. Do you yeah. want to tell the story? You can tell it. So uh, one issue that we had, That was a personal issue that translated into business was feel a scarcity mindset Mm. and then feeling and letting that translate into how we treated our clients. Mm. So that scarcity mindset made us feel like um, we're not going to have enough clients. We're not going to be able to pay our employees. We're not going to be able to pay ourselves. They're going to clients are going to quit. Or like was this a conversation
0: you you guys would have a lot. Or
1: yes. Okay. There was the resistance time. between us. Like we don't fight. Like we work a lot of things out. I mean, i we never fight, but right. like we have resistance. And um we there's a resistance between us because in all honesty and transparency, like I felt like I had to like overpromise and overdo all the always make myself available, always be text messaging with clients, always be just over promise and and she's like, no, we don't have to do that. And there was this resistance coming, yeah. like just knocking between the two of us because we're on burnout. Both of us were burned out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and but go ahead. So, so we're both so out. burned out, right? And what happens when you overpromise is oftentimes you underperform. Mm-hmm. And so what we're ha- what, what's happening is we're overpromising to just like, please and make them feel appreciated and valued and cared for. And then when it comes to the workload, we're so burned out that we're under delivering, and that's mm-hmm. causing them to be upset. And then that's causing us to over promise again. Like we're that cycle yep. over and over. And so, as Des said, it was a point of contention for the two of us because I'm like, over promising with respect to communication, like we can't text every single client. How else would we ever scale? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And one, we have 10 people working on this account, and you have one text message correspondent. And quite frankly, Dez's not really great with her phone text messaging. So when they're texting her, I'm like, Des like text is not good. It's not good for anybody. And like we just need to not do it. And so Gas Foundations day one. A client and we had told our team, we're off the grid right now. We're not working. Our phones are away. Blah, blah, blah. A client texts Dez and tells her, it was honestly like God was like, Oh, you guys want to play a little game? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the client tells her. I know it says no text messaging in your contract. And we've talked about that in meetings, but that's just not going to work for me. I really need text messaging. I don't work well any other way. Like this whole thing, like pleading her case with Des and I'm like, oh, like of all the times I wish she would have sent that to me, Even though I'm not the account lead, because I would have told her like, no, but I know Des is not going to want to because she's not going to want to lose a client, Yeah. but we're going to go around that cycle. So Des and I are texting back and forth in the mastermind. She sends me a screenshot of the client. And I said, I'll cast. No. She's like, well, but what if we lose her as an account? It's not worth it. This account has a lot of potential. Because Des has a good eye for seeing potential in clients. And this yeah. account, great potential. And all that potential is coming to fruition, what, eight months now? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's not aligned with us. No, 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 no. And so we're disagreeing again. And I'm like, well, you know, we just got assigned accountability coaches. So let's go ask them <laughs> on the break. We go to <laughs> Melissa and Sandy. They're like, Hey, this is the situation that we've got going on. You know, what should we do? And then they just dissected the whole thing. They called us out on scarcity mindset. We had mm. never even used that term before. I heard we never <laughs> even knew what it was. And then they're like, are you guys worried about money, paycheck to paycheck, playing your whatever? And I'm like, I felt like it was like a commercial ad. I'm like, like yes, it's you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you suffer from chronic yes. worried about money syndrome? <laughs> yes. Well, then scarcity mindset is what you have. So. <laughs> 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 so then they were like, you know, you're operating at that energy. And so you're attracting that same energy yep. in order for you guys to show up as your highest self. You need to like stop operating that way. And is it scalable for you? Does it serve you does, to correspond with them? And she's like, no. And they're like, does it serve the client to text message? No, like we're answering whatever, you know, this like full on therapy session in our 15 minute break. And Des and I left, like not feeling really great, but agreeing to be like, no texting. If that's not aligned with us and something else better will come, which is like, I think I had to say it more times than I actually believed it in the beginning. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's, that was so true. And sure enough, she like the client kind of fell in line and was like, "Okay, fine." And she was still client; she didn't leave. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> like, it worked out. That was like the one thing that I feel like day one, hour one, minute one, we were already in our like first. <laughs> how? Well, sh- how could you be, test?
0: That's so huge. I, 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 one million percent have gone through like the exact same thing. And here's the thing: if you, if you want to like look back at what would have happened if you would have said yes, I almost can bet that you guys may not still be in a relationship because it might, if you don't function that way and you're going to miss those texts, right? Like I, Mm -hmm. trust me, I get it. I'm literally like, oh shit, I texted Aisha this morning. Um, I'm like, I won't, I'll try not to do that. Um, So anyway, with that said though, it's retraining, right? Because it's actually for the organization of the project, It's not because you don't like her or because you don't want to give her the attention she needs. It's because you were super aware that you're not going to be able to give the attention that this client needs in a different way. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you may not have her because you wouldn't be able to answer all of these demands while staying focused on the most important thing.
1: Right. Right. Sandy, I I think it was Sandy that said, I actually appreciate people more when they say, you know what, this week it's not going to be able to get done because I'm prioritizing a bunch of other things. Next week on Thursday at three PM, you can expect it. And she was like, "I appreciate people that much more when they say that because I feel like they're giving me the attention that I deserve, and they're not just trying to please me." And so yeah. I was just like, oh, "Oh, like you are actually taking yeah. a lot of care by setting those boundaries yeah, and like a buffer and all these things." It is, and it's just it's funny because I just got an email this weekend, like yesterday, <laughs> and I check my. I work usually one day out of the weekend. Um, and somebody sent me an email like, Hey, can you get this to me by like an unreasonable deadline? And I had no problem, like literally zero problem <laughs> being like, no, I can't do that. This is when you can expect it. Um, because of whatever reason. And I just tell them and all of my clients or all of our clients now, especially in the PR department. know like it does says she can't do it by this point, or she can't says no to this. Like it is what it is. And that's what it is. No begging, no pleading. It's just the rules <laughs> behind creative play <label. laughs> Um, six months ago,
0: I would have been
1: like, well, okay. Yeah. It just would have been. Yeah. And and
0: letting people like, there's nothing it's setting the expectation. And I think that's probably the most, uh, I would rather have somebody tell me like, no, we can't meet that expectation. than tell me yes. And then not meet it because then I'm just like, look, they tell me this all the time and I can't, it's not, it's not showing up when I need it. So that's like so huge. Okay. So we're going to move into number two. Um, which is always be learning. And you guys said not only always be learning, but actually create your business around the infrastructure, making sure that the team is always learning. And I know that when I look for a team, I truly want to make sure that they are always learning what's out there and leveling up and doing all those things. So tell me about this one.
1: Yeah, I um, really... Well, let me just start where this comes from. So Aisha and I pretty much started this business and had to teach ourselves... Everything, which was like a blessing and a curse at the same time, but way more of a blessing. Um, but we also told ourselves we don't want other people to have to go through <laughs> what we had to go through mm-hmm. when it came to learning. So people we said, "Well, information—that's why so stingy." Was especially, everybody was stingy. Like especially within the digital space, because Instagram was a lot newer. Um, social media was a lot newer. Influencer marketing was a really big thing that was when everybody wanted to be so stingy about rates and and, and engagement Gaunchy. and what these analytics mean and all mm. those different things. So we spent hours and hours and hours and hours like really researching and finding the data. Um, and what happened is we became super passionate about about it we came became super passionate about finding out new trends and what's happening it was so exciting so we decided to start pouring it into our community we started a podcast we started a blog um we just wanted everybody to know like hey look what we found out um and for it be- the free yeah yeah for the free <laughs> 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 and it became it became one of our part of our mission um we just wanted to teach we wanted people to learn um, and then it became part of like what, the foundation of our business. Yeah. So, everyone on our team learns. Everyone on our team learns and executes. So, you are a part of writing a blog. You are a part of contributing content for a podcast. Every morning, you should be, you know, finding out what's happening in the world, what's happening in politics that's relevant to social or digital trends, whatever that is. Um, and my favorite part of, of this is that it's so applicable to any business. Like it's mm-hmm. not just social media, Yeah. <laughs> Every Any business. entrepreneur can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, every single business should constantly be constantly be learning because things are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of the reason of why we're so successful or becoming so much more successful is because we are following along with the trends. Like now we can predict trends. <laughs> we know what's going to be happening next year, the year after, what's going to be happening this Christmas, whatever that is. We are able to predict that, and it's fun. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The really cool part about it that we. Didn't do intentionally, but ended up just happening was because we had the blog and because we had the podcast and because we committed to those things weekly. The blog and the podcast are basically just industry trends and how they apply to business. So that requires that like analytical component that you wouldn't get in a regular news article. Like, how does Instagram Reels affect business or the shop tab? How does it affect your business? How should you adapt? Influencers, what should you do when you don't have a shop and now you're like influencer marketing is kind of going away? So Forcing us to do that substantively ended up positioning us as thought leaders in the industry. Which so many clients come to us like, I want to be a thought leader in this space. I want people to come to me. I want to do that. And I'm like, well, we need to hear more from you on this topic,
0: right? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Where are you talking (laughs) about it? Like, I don't know yet.
1: Exactly. So that was really cool. It positioned us for speaking engagements on the topic. It mm-hmm. positioned us as an authority for people to slide in our DMs and be like, hey, uh, this and this is going on. What are your thoughts on it? So that, that's what it ended up inadvertently doing, which is why we said, always learn and figure out how to integrate that into your business. Mm-hmm. to benefit." Yeah, yeah it's so true. And I think that's a really good point of what you're saying about making yourself a thought leader. I tell a lot of our PR clients this, all the time like unless you're a doctor a scientist a lawyer nobody's making you an expert besides your degree you <laughs> yeah. make yourself into an expert like there's no expert god like with a fairy it's like oh you're an expert no you make yourself into an expert start calling yourself an expert saying i mm-hmm. am an expert in this field because i know x y and z and i have this knowledge and start proving it um and that's really what we did. And now I feel confident. I think I also feel confident saying like, we're an expert in digital media. We're an expert in public relations. We're an expert in branding because we have studied, we put the work into it and we continue teaching ourselves and other people.
0: It's time to make ship happen. Yes, I said ship. You guys, in this ever-changing world, we are buying more stuff online than ever. And I'm telling you, this new delivery culture is the new wave. And you need to be ready, especially if your business is like mine. Whether it's masterminds or events or my new company, I'm telling you, we are a shipping station. So whether you're selling online, getting a lot of orders out fast can be tough. How do you keep track of everything? Who should you use? Are you getting the best rates? That's the biggest one. That's why you need shipstation.com. It is the fastest, easiest, and let's talk about the most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. You guys, it's just a few clips and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product to happy customers. So ShipStation is going to make this so much easier for you. And I'm telling you, I love saving money on shipping costs. And number one, keeping customers happy. So No matter where you're selling, maybe it's Amazon, maybe you have an Etsy site, your own website, whatever that is, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. It makes it really easy to manage from any device. You guys, we could do this business from your cell phone. You can be managing all your shipping from your phone. How amazing is that? I am all about freedom in your business. So they work with all major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, and even Amazon Fulfillment. So it's the number one choice of online sellers. And you're going to see why. So let's talk about it right now because you're my listener and I love you. And I want you to get the best rates. ShipStation. You'll get ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use offer code HAPPY. H-A-P-P-Y. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of this new delivery culture. So... Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HAPPY, H-A-P-P-Y. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter the offer code HAPPY, ShipStation.com. And the offer code is HAPPY. Let's make it happen, you guys. I can't wait for you to try this. And it's going to be so good to save that money. You're an expert in what you're talking the most about every day, like what you're sharing or teaching the most about every day. Um, Who was it? It was in the mastermind. I think it was um, Jen Kem who had said, marketing is just letting people know how you can help them every single day. I think that's like being an expert Mm -hmm. too. Being an expert is just letting people know how you can help them every single day. Like these people that we're following and we're like, oh, this person's amazing at X, Y, and Z or they have this business because they decided every day to like yeah. focus on whatever that was. They did, yeah. They're not like a, a, so many designers too that I'm obsessed with like never even went to design school. They just decided to yep. dabble in it and start talking about it and like, like just like you guys said, like learning about it every single day. You were interested in it, yeah. and that's just times are changing so fast in that regard that if you love something, just learn about it every day, and then share how you can also help people with it or create something with it. So, you know what's so crazy? I was about to say I'm not an alcohol expert, but I do it all the time. You, I drink it all and the time. You like are I talk about it all the time? I'm going to tell you what's good about drinking, what's not, and I'm going to try to fix that for you. So yeah. Like I'm an, an Apple expert Apple in <laughs> exactly I'm an <laughs> yeah. expert in this field. I really am. I'm very excited about that. And thanks to you guys, it's getting out into the world. Okay, so number three, never take no for an answer. Don't take it personal. Preach to me.
1: Preach <laughs> does because I I need to be <laughs> preached to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if so. My background is uh, I used to be a TV producer. I used to work a lot in casting and what I learned is that you have like, I'm going to go after the highest of the highest of the highest. Like Mm -hmm. that's just me. Like that's just what I've been taught to do. That's what I've learned to do. Like my mentors have taught me to do that. And the worst that could happen is somebody tells me no. Mm -hmm. And when somebody tells you no, it's not the end of the world. It's no for whatever reason is in their mind. And it doesn't mean it's no forever. It just means no right now. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I stop. I don't stop. I hear... I'm um, working in uh, public relations. I do a lot of pitching. I do a lot of sponsorship stuff. I do a lot of, you know, pitching for clients, and I'll go after the highest of the highest. And I hear probably if I pitch a hundred things, I might hear ninety notes. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> and I can't take it personal. I say, okay, thanks. Have a great day. And keep going and keep going and keep going and keep talk going. Talk to you and next week. Like, How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, talk to you next week. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Like, you'll hear from me next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure. I'll be DMing <laughs> you shortly. I'll be DMing you shortly. I'm Find me continue. on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> people probably think I'm a stalker? Uh, they probably really do. But I teach our team, um, it's okay if somebody tells you no, uh, because at the end of the day, you are going to get that yes, and you're going to get that yes that really, really makes sense, and it's mm-hmm. going to be worth every single no that you ever have received. Mm. Um, so, I yeah, no, tell me how to come no back from the no. no. Like,
0: what what about the nos that are like okay? So, I, I'm going to share some nos with you that I've gotten. Now I've come back from them really fast, but in the beginning, trust me, these were no's that would take me down for two weeks, maybe a month. And now I'm like, okay, five minutes. Let me call my friends and cry for a second. Okay. So pitching my book, I got a no that was like, this is just like everyone else. You are not special. This is not good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like from, from who I, the hardest part is when you view it as someone who's like an expert or who knows what's good. Yeah. So when it's when it's, you know, in the regard of like, this is a good person, you want to really impress this person. This is your like I I had people tell me with this one particular person, like, this is like your one big shot, you don't get a big shot like this. And then that happens. So how do we come back from those notes? You know what?
1: Like it's just (laughs) so easier said than done, but I really Am I allowed to cuss one here? Yes, fuck like, yes. I, I, literally, <laughs> I literally, when I get notes from people, it's kind of like a F you, fuck you. Yeah. And I'm going to show you and I'm going to show you or show the next person. It's your loss. And I'm going to show the next person. This is what myself, my business partner, my business or my client can do. Because anything that I'm pitching or anything that I'm doing, I have taken on and I have set an expectation to get to that yes that I believe in so much that any no. That somebody can tell me, I'm like fuck you. Next mm-hmm. person, moving on. Let me cry about it for a second. Give myself five minutes. I should know it's always okay. Give you an hour, give you two hours, and let's move on. Um, and it's just I take a, I I look at it mm-hmm. as it's your loss. I'm so passionate about my clients or our clients and and what we are are pitching or the projects that we have going on. Seriously, you're lost. We'll we'll move on without you. You're not
0: the end all be all of the world. Yeah. That, yeah. that's like, literally, I love that you said that. Cause it's not, it's, it's really funny. It's not even like an, a, a you know, aggressive feeling towards them. It's literally like right. a, like I'm taking my power back from whatever they took. Mm-hmm. That's the feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? No, like, this is mm-hmm. going to be a hard pass for me. I'm not going to let this in and I'm going to take mm-hmm. my power back and I'm going to take it to somebody who sees it. So, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the, I, I, I actually think that what happens is sometimes, we can think that, like, that, you know, like, that fuck you or whatever that is, like, like that's a negative thing. It can actually be a you're really right. powerful thing. Like, yeah, like, I'm not responding like, actually, that. No. Like, yeah, no, no, it's, it's actually, like, with so much love. It's actually, like, thank you for your opinion. And then you, this is what we do behind the scenes, for sure. Let's clarify for everybody who's listening. Don't write that email, okay? <laughs> Don't write it. It, is, it really worst, is. At least
1: don't send say, it. Yeah, At least don't send it. You can write it, erase it at worst. Like what Des and I do is I'll send a screenshot and be like, you know what I really wanted to say? And then <laughs> you know, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. And I feel like a lot of times, like it's rare that I get bummed out about nose, but I do. I have to be honest and, and I do. And I used to know about all the times so I've been bummed out about nose. Um, and my thing is, I, I know I for some reason, never know, like, I'm like, okay, but what can I do? What can I do for the next time? I want it? I want, I want this. Yes. Like, how mm. can I do this differently? Um, how can my team strategize a really creative way of catching this person's attention for it to be? a yes? So it's just never um, like nobody, can, maybe it's the only child thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, this know know like, so no, really, no. is really good that, making no's hard because one thing that she did and we've kind of implemented it agency-wide and like personally for us like relationship building is important yes right usually some people say yes to you if they maybe wanted to say no to you but because they know you or know somebody or whatever they're more inclined to say yes or at least like open the door for you to have a conversation so important what we've done is on instagram Mm -hmm. so what we've done agency wide now is save a bookmark in Instagram. at I call mine PR besties, but it's people that I want to make sure I'm like interacting with frequently. Mm-hmm. And that I know one day I might present an ask, but mm-hmm. let me just build a relationship with this person genuinely mm-hmm. so that I have a relationship with them and we've been serving each other and it doesn't feel like I'm just asking to ask. Like i genuinely want to get yeah. to know this person. I genuinely think I can provide value just like they, I feel like they can provide value. And I'm constantly communicating with them. So does and I do that. And I, I might pull one string for us re- in one of the things that we're doing for founders in Rosé. But you know, you keep <laughs> the people in your back pocket just in case if you ever want to use yeah. it, it makes it no harder. Yeah. And I have a virtual coffee with somebody at least once a week. I don't ask the person for not one thing, even as much as bad as I could want to ask something for someone, or it's my ultimate goal or my ultimate dream. I have a virtual coffee. I make it an effort at least once a week with somebody that I don't know in
0: order to just find out what they need. How can I serve you? Oh God, that is so huge. Both of you. Um, those two things have literally, so I, I haven't done like the virtual coffee, but I used to, I had a thing where every Monday I would go like meet someone or work out with someone I didn't know and kind of do that same thing. Those two things that you just said have literally, they have opened so many doors for me. Um, yep. It's mind blowing, and yes, your intention is not like they're going to do something for me. It's truly like this is somebody that I would like to eventually like either collaborate mm-hmm. with. It's not even like do things for me. Like I now view because it, because if I'm going to be asking for something or wanting to do something with someone, I always want to be reciprocating. So I think with that, yep. it, it really is the word collaborate. Like that's been huge for me, and I know you guys know that, and that's been huge in your business too is that collaborative, like, yes, I'm asking this person or talking to this person or connecting over coffee or being their online bestie, but it's truly because I love their energy and want to collaborate with them in some way. Yeah. Like I hope to be of value to them. And yes, it would be amazing if they could be a value to me too. um, But just that constant, like, what does collaboration look and even feel like? And I think that's a constant dance of like, um, doing exactly what you guys just said. So, all right. So we've gone through, you can only grow as far as you are willing, or you can only grow your business as far as you're willing to grow personally. Number two was always be learning and integrate that into your business so that it's something you're always doing. Number three was never take no for an answer and don't take it personal. Number four, let's talk about the importance of systems, the importance of like... Yes, you, you want to grow your business, but you are kind of like, you've just been doing it all yourself. And now what happens? Like, do we need, we need to bring on other people, but they don't know how the hell to translate all your ideas. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can feel like a bigger pain in the ass to bring people on and get people to help you because you don't necessarily <laughs> have anything like down or out there for people to follow.
1: Right. It's yes. a oh, systems queen. And you need to talk about your power. Foundation's goal that you had with this, in yeah. order to oh, like, yeah, <laughs> in order to like make sense of <laughs> how our are so fire now. <laughs> so, if you're listening to this, I need you to turn the volume up a little bit higher because you need <laughs> to hear what I'm saying right now. Trust me and do not repeat the mistake that we made. Um, chances are you're an entrepreneur, you're gritty, you're resourceful, you can probably do everything in your business right now. Um, But if you do not write down the workflows of how the progression of things go, the timeline between the progressions, what's next after this, what's next after this, you cannot scale efficiently because you don't have a roadmap that you're like passing down to your successor or somebody to help you. And we got so far. I didn't realize that there was a better world out there until we had someone come in and like deep dive into our systems. And she said, she's like taking notes and I'm just like word vomiting. And we have, our our new hire project manager was also on the call trying to like absorb everything. And the woman goes, wow, this was all in your head. Mm. And I thought Mm. to myself, holy shit, it was all in my head. Like, I didn't even think all this stuff was in my head. I just thought like, I don't know. Just that's just what so I funny. do. Like, that's just, yeah. yeah like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Um, and I knew we kept having like issues. And I told, I, I bought this large whiteboard, like literally filled up our entire <laughs> office wall. And I was like, this whiteboard is called same page and everything will be on here. And it was just like to-do list, and like nothing was systemized. It was like me putting down in my head, what step goes next for these people to do? <laughs> yep. It was a mess. Oh my God, that freaking $500 whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. His name was same page. because so everyone mm-hmm. could be on the same page. Anyways, so it was an issue and I didn't realize it because I didn't know like what portion of things were failing. But also one thing that a lot of entrepreneurs have, me and Des and I struggle with it, even till this day, is relinquishing control of something, especially if it's not your zone of genius and especially mm. if it isn't something that you want to do. Build someone up enough so that you can trust them enough to do it and allow them to do it. Build them up so that they can do it and you can trust them. I set a goal at Fast Foundations. You set like your crazy ass goal and then you put a wager on it. Like what will happen if you don't reach your goal? And the wager has to be something that's like worth something, something that makes you try your hardest to get the goal. (laughs) Des was to get a tattoo of my name on her, and mine. <laughs> I was mine, not getting it. Was honestly, like I want Des to reach the goal, but like I also wouldn't mind being tat having my name tattooed on her. Like I, that would be something that I could like hold against her forever. Anyway, so uh, mine was I'm definitely like the accountability like queen. Mm-hmm. Like it just bothers me if you don't do what you say you're going to do, and. If I had to go out publicly and say that I said I was going to do something and didn't do it and, and in effect let my business down and my business partner down, that was like mortifying to me. Mm-hmm. So mine was like to go on Instagram live, talk about it, keep it up as a highlight so that people can like recurringly see it. Um, anyway, so that my goal was to get all of our systems in place. Mind you, systems are for every single facet of our business, branding, relations, marketing and every subcategory in that. Um, I didn't realize what an undertaking it was, but everyone in the mastermind seemed to know, like, someone was like somebody, I was just like, Oh, these people are haters for sure. Like people were like, Oh wow. That's a lot. And I'm like, yeah, hater, hater. And then when it came to like implementing, I was like, Oh wow. This is a lot." Oh, they've done it before. <laughs> oh, my entrepreneurial ego, like just chiming in. So, um, that, I think, if we would have done that in the beginning and constantly revisited them, that I feel like would have saved us a lot of time, headache, a lot of things from slipping through the cracks because your team isn't just relying on your verbal in that moment. They can look at this roadmap that says, follow these next steps and then take initiative. Your team member can't take initiative without guessing if nothing's ran down. Mm-hmm. So like, you're not even setting up your team. You're
0: yeah, you're doing a disservice to your team if like, you want to grow. You're not scalable. Like not, you yeah. yourself are not scalable and I think that's what we forget as entrepreneurs. We're like no, no, I'll just I'll just do it or be there or be on the meeting or explain or paint the vision or no, they should know what your vision is and what that looks like without you being there. Like they should yeah. be able to get a pretty good even 70% accuracy is really scalable. Yes. Yeah. And That's what I we watch, forget.
1: It, totally. You totally forget that whole thing because I think as an entrepreneur, you're so caught up in I'm like this gritty entrepreneur. I can do it myself. Yeah. I can do it myself quicker than I have to explain. But you don't realize if you just wrote it down once and you won't have to write it down again because we'll have something to look back mm-hmm. to. If not, you're going to keep explaining. Um, and I want to share one super powerful moment with him that like mastermind saga. (laughs) So you have accountability coaches that will keep you on track for your goals. You meet with them each month. So each month they would meet with us and be like, okay, what are the steps that you need to take? What should we make sure to happen for you by the next time that we meet to ensure that your goals are on track? And mine was, okay, I figured out, yeah, we need systems in place. How, How can I build this out? Nothing was really working. And then they started getting to the root of the issue and they're like, you don't like doing this. And I was mm. like, no, I, I absolutely hate it. <laughs> um, and they're like, okay, well, you should hire someone to do it. And I was just like, okay. Um, and my energy started shifting. I didn't know, like on oh, the call. This is a Zoom call. So everyone's face, mm. everyone can see everyone's face, everyone's energy. They're like, okay, so create a listing. What should be in the listing? We're talking it through. And I'm still feeling like, like, something's just not feeling really good for me in that moment. And so I'm like, okay, but I know I could hear that this is something that I need to do. We need to hire someone out to do the systems, project manage, and just kind of take control over that portion of the company. And at the end of the meeting, they're like, okay, so you're going to do this, do this all by next week, get the listing up, and then just start doing interviews the following week. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, so I don't know why you your energy feels really off, like what's coming up for you. And like, after I said no, they said, are you going to commit to doing it? Can you do this? And I was like, yeah, literally I could feel tears like in my eyes. And I'm like, yeah. why am I feeling like this? Like why I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Like, hopefully they don't ask me anything. You know, when someone asks you right when you're about to cry, like yes. just tears just come out. Like, Why are you like, going to cry? Like, Damn it. Why'd you ask me? I wasn't going <laughs> to cry if you didn't ask me anything. Um, and so they're like, what, like what's coming up for you right now? And I was just like, I just started crying and I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, mm. I don't feel like anyone can do it like how I can do it. Mm. But I'm literally drowning. I'm not serving the business while well. I'm not serving Des Well, I'm not doing anything that I want to do within the business. But like, why don't I want to do it?
0: Mm.
1: And they were just like, it's just relinquishing that control. It's allowing other people to like step in and do something that you're not good at because they're better at it. -hmm. And I had to like kind of tell myself that until finally went through the whole process. And now, by the grace of God, we have this like amazing project manager that could not be a better fit for our company. Literally. I (laughs) love her to death. I love her. (laughs) And our whole team loves her. Like, our clients love her. Like, everybody (laughs) loves her. Everyone can, I can feel the energy shift in my business partner, which is like so important. I can feel the energy shift. Like for our clients, I can feel like she can work in her zone of genius because she was doing a lot of the project management. So I usually can work in her,
0: her zone of genius. It's just been like better for every everybody, <laughs> everybody. Oh God, that's and and I think that that even just you sharing about the feeling of the tears and everything that's the actual journey. And I don't care if you're male, or female. I don't care. That's what it feels like. It is scary. It feels scary. And I think where that fear is, is always where the breakthrough is. So Mm -hmm. it's like letting go, but making sure you're supported while letting go. So you supported yourself with coaches. You supported yourself with speaking it out out loud. You supported yourself with just being like, I can try this on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if this is terrible, you don't have to keep her. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's like trying it on. So, so important. Well, I want to go into number five which is be authentic to your brand whatever that is and you guys had shared just a little story with me just even around the way that you show up being so authentic to you you didn't understand how that would actually play into the bigger picture and it can be small things go ahead
1: so it is been it was so crazy to us we realized it actually Lindsay Schwartz had kind of put it on our minds um she's so good with we, that stuff she is so she good really with that is. stuff <laughs> and so we does and i took this picture we were at this co-working space it was like super vibey and cute and we our friends came to visit us so we they took a picture of us we had a nice little filter on it we were dressed cute cute we just so happened to be kind of we wearing the matching. denim matching kind of happens a lot to us we like accidentally match but <laughs> so much time together that we do yeah no, you start to look like lot. who you're around yes. for sure yes. <laughs> yes we're like a girl band like unintentionally yeah. when we're it's the only reason <laughs> like, i'm around you guys by the way i just need to up my game. <laughs> <laughs> right? likewise um so they took a picture of us we posted it and Lindsay was working at a that co-working space as well um and so she comes into the office and she's just like, I saw your guys' picture on Instagram. I loved what you were wearing. And I just knew like I have to be your friend. And I was like, sir. <laughs> That's nice. Like, cool. Like you have great energy. That's cool. And she's like, no, really. Like, what do you do? Tell me more about your business. And so we started telling her. She's like, oh, I can use help with that. Like, I would like a rebrand. And and this is what I'm thinking for podcast artwork. And we're like, she didn't say rebrand. She said podcast artwork. And Des and I were like, she needs a rebrand. Let's tell her she needs a rebrand and just see where it goes. (laughs) And so then she was totally game, totally open. was like, yes, help me. Like, this will be great. Let's do it. And then shortly after people kept saying, like pointing out what we were wearing, pointing out what we were wearing. And I had a moment where in law school, they would say, you know, show up how you want to be perceived. Like if you're doesn't mean you have to have the most expensive suit, but just make sure your shoes don't look super raggedy. Like don't make, yeah. make sure your suit or like your work clothes aren't wrinkled. People just perceive success with how you show up. And I don't know why I didn't feel like that translated when you were like an entrepreneur running your own business. And I'm like, I just show how I show up. Like, this is what i like to do. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Des and I started realizing like the more speaking engagements we did, And the more we were in front of the eyes of other people, when we really leaned into us loving fashion forward things and just kind of being super stand out, people equated that to us being able to like forecast trends and know, like be great at branding and marketing and PR. Yeah. And our target audience was also primarily women. And Mm -hmm. a lot of women love fashion and Mm -hmm. they love trends and things like that. So I wouldn't even say that we necessarily like, we don't have this like huge eye for fashion. Like we're not looking at reading Vogue every day. No, all Those different <laughs> types of things. But we do, we are like super girly. Like we love like to be fashionable. Um, and so we literally started planning our outfits. Like, okay, we have a speaking of engagement next month in September Powerhouse. Like mm-hmm. we're already planning our outfits and it's fun for us. It's like yep. part of our brand because people are like, oh, well, I wonder what they're going to be wearing. Like they coordinate and they match their outfits and it's just part of the creative label brand. So that's like part of our authenticity. It's what we love to do. It's how we come off to, to certain audiences. And I was saying uh, briefly that authenticity looks different for everyone. We're not saying yeah. everyone like go get like you know like the cutest <laughs> bear of high heels and this pink blazer and you know all that. But I was saying that I feel like you can just really truly read authenticity, like even on social media. Mm-hmm. Lori is a really good example. You're a really good example, Lori, because. You always like have the cutest like dress up outfits all the time. The cute little overalls you had on last week at celebrations. But you also are not afraid to hop on after your workout, all sweaty, hair in a bun, no makeup on, and like just talk to your audience. And that's just you. And that's why I love you so much because it's just you. You're not showing up as anyone else. Like I know what I'm getting when I come. So Lori, I feel like she's going to always give me the most authentic advice. She's going to always be the most authentic friend, entrepreneur, business owner, whatever that is. So I just, we love when people are just authentic to themselves, be who you are,
0: because it's transparent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As much as you don't think it is. It's magnetic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I love, I love that because here's why, like, it feels so authentic to me because you, when you guys show up, like you know, dressed up in whatever for whatever it is. Because, and I've never felt like, because I've, I have felt this way about certain people where I'm like, oh, they are trying. Like, they don't know they don't have to try that hard on a Zoom and like, but, but it's not because they, it's it just doesn't feel like it's natural for certain people and then other people it's so natural for. So I guess it's, and, and yes, that just maybe sound really judgy, but it's an actual feeling. Like there have is been it? times where yeah. I'm like, man, what that girl doesn't know is that if she she doesn't, because I guess it feels forced. I'm like, she doesn't have to do what she thinks she has to do. And then for when you guys show up, I'm like, oh, that's actually natural for them to show up in that way. It's really, really interesting. And I think, you know, for me, the reason why I show up just whatever on whatever is because it's natural for me to be like, Here's the deal. It's either you're getting me or you're not. Like, because I'm not getting mm-hmm. dressed up today. <laughs> you're so, getting dressed up every day. <laughs> like, that's not happening. So, like, but I will, but 100%. If it is in person, like, I am, I am going to like search for that outfit and it's going to be, right. so you're going to want it. Like, you're going to want this <laughs> outfit. So, and, and that's also like a, been a part of my brand too. Like, just at Bliss Projects, like, they're like, we also know we're going to want to buy all of your dresses. And that's like also inspiring is because you can yeah. be. I know that part of my brand is to show women that they can be both. Like, and I yeah. didn't know that until I started being really authentic to myself. So yeah, it's interesting. I love yeah. that you shared that because you are so like those clear like boot shoes. I don't know. I don't think I could do them, but they were the cutest thing those ever. Those were
1: great. Those yeah. were so great.
0: Yeah. And can we mention yeah. the shiny purple pants? I don't know. Like, <laughs>
1: I, the best outfit you know, ever. We- Des and I were both like, this is either going to be a really good hit or like a really big miss. Like, we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> if I can't even tell you, Des was like, you're going to be sweating in those. And I'm like, I know, but it's still super cute. Like, it's fine. I got so many DMs. Like, where did yeah. you get those? Like, yeah, very. They came out. Yeah. And now we're just like not afraid. We wear, we'll, we just wear it with us. Like, yep. yeah. we'll just wear it with us. Like, we're not afraid. There's nothing that I'm afraid to wear. I'm like, does this feel like me? Okay, cool. Do I feel like I can talk in this and be comfortable? Cool. Like, do I need to wear a six inch chill today? No. Like, let me put my sneakers on. Like, let me put a hat on. Let me put like a cute sweatsuit on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just
0: us. <laughs> yes, that is amazing. And I, I love, love, love that. And you guys are working with so many other awesome brands right now. It's so exciting. Um, so where can we find you, follow you, all of the things you can find us
1: on Instagram at creative.label. Our podcast is the label podcast and our website is it's creative.label.com. I T S com.
0: Don't you love when you're like, where can you find us? Let me think.
1: Yep. Um, <laughs> like, <Right>. what's my <laughs> so, website? <laughs> Right. (laughs) Email Amanda,
0: our project manager. She's really telling me (laughs) I need to follow up on something. Like Amanda, come in here. I need you right (laughs) now. (laughs) Amanda. Well, you guys, I'm so, so grateful. Um like just for the entire experience. I'm so grateful that you came into my realm. I'm so grateful that um that I was really open to just like having fun with this business relationship. Like um, I've tested a lot and that's kind of what it feels like, right? Like testing how authentic you can show up in those relationships, like what works, what doesn't, how honest can you be without worrying about hurting someone's feelings? If you say it in a nice way, like those have all been like tests that I have tried on, um, with you guys. And it's been the most beautiful experience ever of just like, Hey, what if we both showed up in ways that's like what works for us and what doesn't and being open to that. And like, you know, it's not saying that we'll never, you know, have bumps in the road. It's saying that when right. we do, we'll be open about them. And uh, honestly, I think we may have had bumps, but I'm not even sure because it was just a conversation. <laughs> just like right. open transparency. Yeah, just open transparency. So um, just I'm just really grateful for uh, you guys and you guys have to go and follow them. If not for anything else, if you're not branding or rebranding, if just for the clothes, um, <laughs> for sure. I'm always like, can I do that? I don't and know. And Lauren, you have seriously changed our
1: business in so many ways. I think that there's probably like four people who have changed us personally and our business personally. And you are one of those people, Aisha Mm -hmm. and I have already spoken about it, so I speak for her too. You are one of those people who has seriously changed our business uh, for the better. And without you, without Chris, without Fast Foundations, without Light Pink Mm -hmm. we. Our, we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be who I am individually, and I wouldn't be who I am as as a business owner, and I, I think I should I know I should say the same thing. <laughs> yeah totally, totally agree. Um you told us you told me something on one of our calls. we were going over like light pink branding and then we started talking about entrepreneurship. and you said it's just a few dial shifts. like you just shift mm-hmm. one dial slightly and another mm-hmm. dial slightly and then like once you get it perfect like you will notice and i remember thinking like wouldn't that be nice if it was just a few <laughs> dial shifts one way this <laughs> way one
0: way out and then a few <laughs> dial shifts later here we, are. Oh, here we are here we are oh it's so it's like so exciting and i'm like honored to be on the ride with you guys i like know that we were all meant to collide and i just i cannot wait for all of the things that are coming with um creative label and light pink. And I just, I like literally can see so many fun things um, ahead. So it's been, I I can't imagine doing this without collaborating. Like that sounds terrible. So I love, love, love that you two already figured that out within your partnership and business. That collaboration is where it's at. Um, And I know we're going to bring in so many other epic uh, women and people into both of our visions. So that excites me even more. Um, So just you guys, if you're listening to this, like stay really open, like just keep your eyes open for who you would want to collaborate with for like energy. See how you can like, like both of you said like see how you can add value have that virtual coffee like go and do stay on their radar like go and do all the things um and you guys this was such a like this is such a good podcast i'm so grateful um and also you guys go find them go follow them do all of the things i love working with them um, and we are re-enrolling for Fast Foundations. So you can go to fastfoundations.com if you want to have all of the crazy breakthroughs and experiences that they had. Um, <laughs> you can have that too. So fastfoundations.com, <laughs> yeah. um, go check it out. And as always, what I say at the end of this podcast is the biggest gift that you could give Creative Label, Aisha and Des, is to tag them on Instagram. So tag creative.label, right? Creative.label. Mm-hmm and tag myself and let us know what your biggest takeaway was from this podcast. Let us know what your biggest aha was because for us, we had this conversation and we've had it with you, but we don't know who you are. So we want to see your face and we want to know what you got out of this. What was that moment for you that you were like, I can do this too or the aha moment. So make sure you tag them, tag me, and so that we can reshare and say hi to you. So until next time, everyone, earn your happy. Bye-bye. Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. Guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. for you so join me there start your free trial at growthday.com laurie